Hello everyone, and welcome to my podcast on what I think is a very large issue. Homelessness. America has half a million people falling to homelessness. In addition to all of the hundreds of thousands of people on the streets already, most people go to homeless shelters. In fact, it is estimated that 65% of homeless people are in these shelters to this day. But sadly, some people don't have that option due to their location. Like in some other countries in North America, such as Mexico. Thanks a lot to the Homeless World Cup for providing most of the information in these first two topics. In Mexico, around 60 million citizens live in poor conditions such as tin roofs, dirt floors, mud walls, no running nor sanitized water. A whole third of the population are adolescents and around half of that amount, 21 million to be exact, live in poverty. According to Homeless World Cup, a foundation who supports 73 local grassroots projects worldwide and most famous for organizing the Homeless World Cup annual tournament. For example, their Erasmus Plus project. The Earth as a whole has around 100 million people roaming the streets, scrounging for food or shelter, and 6 or 1.6 billion with inadequate housing. Latin America has a total of 40 million in its pocket. With Brazil's population of 210 million, 50 million of those people live in inadequate conditions in Brazil alone. That amount of homeless people dwarfs the amount America has. In Argentina, however, there are housing defects such as the fact that 4 million houses have no running water. In Colombia, there have been some violent internal conflicts for over 50 years. In turn, there has been 7.5 million people displaced as a result of these conflicts. The poverty levels in Venezuela have breached record books as 90% of the population lives in severe poverty. According to Kathleen Mahoney, a college student who also researched this topic for her presentation, in Latin America, it's over a hundred degrees, so if your air conditioning broke down, you would probably be suffering. But think of all the people, big and small, who have to deal with that kind of hellhole every day. They have to live without proper winter clothes for the cold months, no shoes for rough terrain, and no one to say that someday it will be better. The sanitation system for the homeless is not acceptable either. Thanks to Semenik Scholar, I have gathered that the denial to their right to sanitation represents their marginal position in society, an unequal water distribution as an assessment of power, or so the Latin American people say. There are so many other problems, too. According to the U.S. National Library of Medicine, the kids of 16 to 12 years are among the most deprived due to the fact that they usually have no health care, nor do they have education systems. 
The children also may have been exposed to violence even before they went on the streets. But while on the streets, they were considered as worthless and in need of extermination of any means necessary. Kids as young as eight years old are forced into gang life violence or the sex industry with no hope to escape. There are problems of population growth too, such as more buildings and people who treat them like vermin. Land reform usually leads to less ground space for shelter and for places for them to sleep. Poverty leads to no money to even buy food or water, and unemployment keeps it that way. Not to mention the street violence that can leave some poor souls helpless to infection and even die from it. Speaking of illnesses, the health that the homeless has to cope with is not the best. They seem to constantly call into hospitals, complaining about health problems, alcohol abuse, mental health disabilities, and drug abuse. According to USA Today, in Los Angeles and many other big cities, homeless people just scrape by, often in unsafe mm -hmm. conditions. Across the USA, the growing homeless populations are increasingly infectious to outbreaks of contagious diseases like typhus, hepatitis A, and shingella. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, they said that the Americans have typhoid fever are usually infected abroad, but in L.A., the city's traditional homeless epicenter became infected by the bacteria that causes the potentially deadly illness last month, and even two other employees showed symptoms. Some countries are trying to improve some of the unpleasant shacks that have been built by the poorest of the residents. This has and continues to be seen as a community-driven response and is the most efficient way to sustain urban housing. The government is also recognizing that the help in housing offers an innovative response to meeting the housing needs for the people of Latin America. Also, according to Forbes, a community called New Hope is starting to 3D print houses to end global homelessness. They are starting a community of 50 in Latin America. Brett Hagler, the founder of the company, said that it all started after a life-changing trip to, to Haiti. After an earthquake in 2010, he said that I saw the problem firsthand of little babies being birthed into tarp tents that were supposed to be last that were supposed to last for a couple of months, which turned into years. And so the project of New Hope kickstarted on helping poor people who had to suffer due to a disaster they could not stop. And that was my podcast on homelessness in developing countries such as Latin America.